Hey friends, today we begin Proverbs chapter 22. We've got four verses to look at. Here's what it says. A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches, and favor is better than silver or gold. The rich and the poor meet together. The Lord is the maker of them all. The prudent sees danger and hides himself, but the simple go on and suffer for it. The reward for humility and fear of the Lord is riches and honor and life. All right, as we begin Proverbs 22, Solomon starts us out talking about money or wealth. Um, he mentions riches in three of these four verses. And actually the other one, I think, applies to riches. Well, yeah, for sure. The first Solomon tells us that there's something that's better than great riches, even mentioning silver and gold. And this is actually very profound. It's like in one hand, Solomon holds out the greatest, most valuable things the world treasures. The things that can be used to obtain any physical thing one might desire. Great riches. And he should know a thing or two about that, right? I mean, 1 Kings chapter 10 is one place you can find all about Solomon's wealth. There was gold and treasures of all sorts in his kingdom. Verse 21 says, Silver was not considered as anything in the days of Solomon. So that's pretty amazing. Then in verse 23 it says, Thus King Solomon excelled all the kings of the earth, in riches and in wisdom. Great riches are still important to men today, right? I mean, silver and gold are still at the top of the list. Even uh, around 3,000 years after Solomon wrote these words. So, Solomon holds great wealth in one hand. And in the other, two things which he says are greater than these. A good name is a better choice than riches, and favor is better than silver and gold. Then in verse 2, Solomon also reminds us that the rich and poor both share a common origin. We share the same maker, the Lord. And he says the rich and the poor meet. And somehow this meeting is connected to God making us all. Solomon does this kind of thing quite often. He gives us like two truths in one proverb, and he seems to expect us to ponder on how it relates. And thankfully, as believers, God has given us his Holy Spirit to guide us in our pondering. And uh, I was just thinking how we all came into the world with nothing, no gold, no silver. The rich and the poor both came naked and poor. <laughs> And I know God did not make us to be obsessed with either how poor we are or to religiously pursue after riches. I mean, man was made in God's image for worshiping God and loving our neighbor as ourselves. Those are the two greatest commandments on which all the law hangs. And God didn't create us for being obsessed with riches. And this may be how the rich and the poor meet. I mean, both poor in the beginning and both with a common purpose, right? So next in verse 3, we see an example of how a prudent person can see danger and he removes himself from it. And although this verse does not mention riches, the prudent person 
Likely, at some point in his life, he sees an opportunity to increase his wealth by some scheme that's deceitful and underhanded. But he chooses a good name over riches. While the simple man chooses the get-rich scam, and to tell the truth, it may make him a very rich person, but Solomon says suffering will come of it. And then finally, in verse 4, Solomon says, The reward for humility and fear of the Lord is riches and honor and life. So, this is pretty amazing. Solomon knows this truth on a deep, personal level. Remember when he humbled himself before the Lord and he asked God to be the leader that he wanted him to be? And 2 Chronicles chapter 1 tells us how God answered Solomon and what he gave him. Starting with verse 11. God answered Solomon, Because this was in your heart, and you have not asked for possessions, wealth, honor, or the life of those who hate you, and you have not even asked for long life, but have asked for wisdom and knowledge, for yourself that you may govern my people over whom I have made you king. Wisdom and knowledge are granted to you. I will also give you riches, possessions, and honor, such as none of the kings had who were before you, and none after you shall have the like. So God gave Solomon the very things he mentions in verse 4 that is riches and honor and life, even favor that's mentioned in verse one. So in closing today, my mind goes back to what Solomon said in verse two, which we looked at, the rich and the poor meet together. The Lord is the maker of them all. And we talked about origins and how God is creator of us all, how the rich and the poor both came into the world with nothing. And you know, we were created for a relationship with God. He wants us to neither be obsessed with poverty or riches, but to pursue and worship Him as the greatest treasure in the universe, which He is. <laughs> we were created in a fashion so that seeing His glory brings us the greatest joy possible, and it transforms our life. And the truth is, the rich and the poor will meet in some fashion again, even with our Creator on Judgment Day. Once again, we will have nothing. We will all stand poor before our Maker. But if we have turned away from treasuring sin and looked to Christ, if our hope is in Him, then although we're poor, we come before God with the righteousness of Jesus applied to our life. And we receive life and riches. And we share in His glory forever. And Father God, thank you for this great truth that uh, we've read today. Even the gospel that was presented by Solomon in a veiled way at that time. But it points us directly to Jesus Christ and the way that we do receive honor and sharing your glory. And we receive innumerable, unmeasurable riches and inheritance as your child forever. For all those who find their delight in Jesus, 
what he did for us on the cross when he was paid the wages of our sin. And he gives his righteousness to all who look to him. He rose from the grave and God gives us that same power that raised him up to live victorious over sin in this life. And one day we will be raised up incorruptible, no longer subject to the entropy that is connected with sin. So thank you, Father God, for this great gift of Jesus Christ in our life. Help us to rejoice and share this good news with others today. In Jesus' name, amen.